It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 95 North Falcons Talk Show. Joined by John of Out of Your Falcon Mind. Folks, we got some stuff to talk about tonight, man. Uh, some news around the NFL. And we're going we're gonna to dive into this uh, NFC conference, man, and see what um, winners we are going to predict out of each of the respective divisions and give you our thoughts and best expertise that we possibly could uh, to fill that gap. So we'll see you guys back in about 20 seconds. Yes, sir. Here we are, man. Live and direct, man. John, what's happening, man? How was your weekend, brother? Dude, my weekend was busy, man. Um, uh, I know one thing, man. Folks will be tired of seeing my face They're like uh, <laughs> on these damn channels. It's like Friday doing the – I was with you doing yeah. the, um, the live the stream. Live. I jumped over to JR, pound for pound, did theirs. And then, you know, we had our, our recap show yesterday, and JR came on and joined me. Mike, By the way, Mike is sick. Yes. That's why he's not yes. here right now, so – if y'all are looking for Mike, he's still sick, not feeling well. Um, so hope he gets he'll, he'll be fine. He'll but uh he just couldn't make it tonight. But uh yeah, so you know, then I'm with you tonight, and then uh hopefully all is well with Mike and we can get back to be on one time for the fan on Wednesday. So and then maybe even on JR again, the live stream on Friday. So yeah, y'all gonna be tired of hearing from me, man. But it's all good. No, man, it's in good, it's all in good faith, bro. Exposure's <laughs> the best thing, man. You gotta get yeah, you gotta get out there, gotta get out there for sure. That's right, man. that's right. Yeah. So before we start, man, I always like to uh, acknowledge the uh, the folks that are in the chat, man. So let's go through a quick little roll call. We got Calvin Woods and yeah, maybe we'll finally get to watch the, uh, the stream. Um, always missing the show, man. Hey, if you could tune in for as long as you can, man, we definitely appreciate that. Calvin, thank man, you so much in, for your time, brother. We got our brother uh, GGST giving game sports. What's happening, bro? What's up, brother? Appreciate you joining, man. Appreciate you joining, man. We got uh, the OG with the get your this guy <laughs> folks speedy sports machine in the chat man goddamn celebrity in the chat what's going on smitty man hope all is well with you man folks if you don't know smitty man i don't know what to tell you man but this is this is the guy man so please give him a shout out please uh give him a sub and a like and a follow smitty sports machine on youtube a1 forever man chris tipmore another young up-and-coming uh falcon content creator great knowledge with young yes, man yeah he's, yes. he's establishing very very well man had a good show earlier with Smitty, actually. I, yeah, I caught yeah. 95% of that. So, man, yeah, hell of a job. Hey, I was on the run, but I had these boys tuned in, you know, into the earbuds. So, yes, definitely shout out on a great show. We got our friend here, Carrie. Carrie was oh, going Carrie? To, Who's better than Carrie? Carrie was man. at the game on Friday. Met CP. Like, who just, I just saw the photo, yeah. yeah. We're going to need her autograph, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oblivion Empire, what's happening, bro, man? What's going Thanks on, for dude? joining us, man. Uh, Bubba Gump in the jump, man. What's Bubba going Gump. on, Bubba, man? But definitely, man, everybody that's tuning in, everybody that's watching, man, we appreciate you guys uh, for tuning in. I know, uh, John, you have your viewers as well from your platform. Right. Um, and, yeah, man, let's uh, let's let's go with uh, a little bit of news going around the NFL at the moment, man. A lot of things to talk about, some breaking news. Uh, just a few minutes yeah. ago where you actually just broke it. And what, what was that about there, John? Let the folks know, man. Dalvin Cook to the Jets, man. Uh, just saw Ari Mirov tweet about it, looking like an $8.6 million deal for one year. So him and Brees Hall in that backfield, man, that's going to be something. I mean, they're going to have a hell of an offense, if nothing else, man. 
very potent offense, man, was we all know Aaron Rodgers is there now, and they retool that offense, you know, from top to bottom, man. So they definitely added <laughs> – a lot of weapons, you know, really made Aaron uh, Rodgers feel very comfortable right now to be in, you would uh, think. in a New York state of mind, so to say. Uh, yeah, also breaking, um, Ezekiel Elliott, man, signed with the New England Patriots on a one-year deal, I think worth $6 million or so, comes into New England. You know, obviously he's going to back up Ramador Stevenson, who had an incredible breakout year for the Pats. Um, yeah, man, it's it, it'll be interesting to see what he has left, man. We all know Ezekiel Elliott from his glory years. In Dallas, you know, um, a Buckeye great, but he has slowed down a lot and, you know, eventually lost his uh, footing to uh, Tony Pollard. And yeah, man, what can we say, man? That's the world of the NFL. It's a business. It's a recycled business. And it's funny to see, you know, faces in, in different places, but it's a common thing within the NFL. So that that's that's all cool and well and done with, man. But let's go through a little bit more of this uh, these uh, topics on the NFL, man. More importantly, Trey Lance's performance the other night uh, from former third pick in the 2021 NFL draft. Just kid can't catch a break, man. You see Brock Purdy no. there. Sam Darnold is there. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> He's probably wondering, when is it going to be my time? And will he ever see the field? And, in, in, you know, to, to a longevity standpoint, I doubt it, man. Um, Purdy there, like I mentioned, Sam Darnold there as well, man. The kid, like you mentioned, man, he just needs more time. But yeah. it's hard. It's, it's just it's just coming. It's, it's hard right now, man. So yeah. quick thoughts on that, John, about the uh, trade land situation in uh, Frisco. Yeah, I mean, when, you know, when when it was rumored that we were interested, even though we probably weren't. Uh, but either way, I mean, if if even if we were, you know, that's why I wasn't really jumping on it, because he hasn't had that much time yet, even in college. Like he didn't have a ton of snaps in college. He didn't have a ton of snaps in high school. Um, you know, there's no guarantee he was going to jump in here and be that guy either. You know, yeah. I mean, and on paper, he fits the offense great. You know, sure. but on paper he also fits Shanahan's offense great. Yes. That's why they that's why they traded three first round picks for him and, mm -hmm. and then some, you know. Um, but yeah, he just needs more time on the field, man. And unlike and unfortunately for him, he just can't get that when you're trying to in the NFL, you can't get that. You know, they don't they, no team has time for you to at least especially the 49ers. I'm sorry, the way they're built, they don't have time for a quarterback to try to figure it out. You know, they're yeah. trying to win now with what they got, you know, and if they believe in Purdy, they believe in Purdy. But I mean, yeah, I mean I feel bad for Trey, you know, but you know, he's got to be – as a third pick, he's got to be better than what he's shown. I mean, that's that's Absolutely. just a – that's just some, you know, the total of it, man. Absolutely. And, and a little bit of more news. Uh, shout out to JBM93, man. Thank you for joining the stream tonight. We appreciate your comment, man. Yes, uh, Michael Walker, released by the Falcons, was claimed by the Chicago Bears. And be quite frank with you, man, I, I like this move for him, man. I, you know, fresh yeah. – was a change of scenery, change of scenery uh, goes into more, more of a schematic fit there with the Chicago Bears. Um, you know, kind of out of place here in Atlanta, man, as we saw his uh, performance kind of, you know, go downhill, man. And a, a lot, I made a video, a shock factor video, and I'm like, wow, man, I couldn't believe really that they released Michael Walker. Uh, you know, I, I felt like the coaching staff was just putting their faith in Frank Jinder, uh, you know, recently signed um, USFL player. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, fell in love with Mike Jones Jr. did from Friday night's performance, because truth be told, that kid was flying all over the place. A couple tackles, a sack, you know what I mean? But, you know, I thought that Michael Walker would have been safe in this in the situation with Atlanta, but that's not the case. We found uh, out yesterday that he was waived via his uh, Instagram. And, yeah, man, best wishes and thank you for everything you did, Michael Walker. But, yeah, he was picked up by the Chicago Bears. But thank you for that, JBM93, man. Appreciate that very much, man. 
what do, what do you say about that, man? Uh, how do you feel about the Michael Walker departure? Uh, no sentimental factors, I guess, right? Not really. I mean, I'm, I mean, <laughs> you know, like he had some, you know, some flash plays here, there over the, it was, there was no consistency to him. Like I kind of spoke about it with JR yesterday. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he played three different positions while he was here. He's had three different coordinators, basically. I mean, you know, well, three, two, well, two, well, we had peas. No, no, he was Dan Quinn guy, wasn't he? He was a Dan Originally? Quinn guy. Yeah, yes. so yeah. So three different defensive schemes, too. So, I mean, not necessarily set up to be, you know, for success himself, but he kind of declined last year a little bit, you know, in play. And, you know, it was kind of, you could kind of see the writing on the wall, like, I didn't think necessarily a cut. Like, I thought when they signed Jinda, like, okay, just more depth because we need more yeah. depth with the linebackers. Like, okay, more competition. That's cool. You know, worst case, I thought he maybe he'd be, you know, just come off the bench type of guy. Um, but, yeah, I didn't I didn't see him getting cut. But that when I saw him come, like, basically start the game with the twos and threes, like, that was a little bit of a, like, okay, well, you know what? I mean, maybe he's on thin ice here and then didn't play well, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, Friday night. And, you know, just kind of happened to – you know, not be his time, man. And like I told Jr., man, I, Nielsen doesn't seem like the guy who's gonna like, like, kind of beat around the bush. Like, no. you know, if you're if you're just not gonna fit, nah, this is no no use wasting any time. Let's just go ahead and move on. Yes. And, to, and to, honestly, man, they, I mean, good for them. They did it now. They did it quick. He can go find a spot. Damn, if he yep. didn't find it within twenty, like under twenty four hours, he already had another team. So, yeah, man, that was good. You know, man. I, yeah, good, I was good on them. Um, I was expecting the Rams to probably pick him up or something like that. Was, Rams or Cowboys. Reason, yeah, <laughs> right. he's a Fresno State guy, so it, it would have made sense for him to go back to that side of the world. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I was like, yeah, man, there's, there's, there's a lot of rumor going around about him and the Rams. But the Bears come up and they, they snatch your boy up, man. So, hey, but good for him. And, uh, yeah, moving on to the next topic, man. The Bryce Young performance uh, from this past week's uh, preseason against uh, who they played, the Oakland Raiders? I mean, I'm sorry, the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, the New uh, York Jets, man, uh, definitely wasn't a showing that the, most Panther fans or, you know, Carolina themselves wanted to see. Offensive line looked pretty abysmal as they allowed five sacks and 15 quarterback hurries, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, he really didn't look that comfortable throughout the, throughout his time uh, starting. So kind of something that the Carolina, have, Carolina Panthers have to shore up, but I hope they do after week two, as we all know, that's our week one opponent. Mm -hmm. uh, so, hey, it is what it is. But your take real quick on Carolina's performance and Bryce Young uh, from this past weekend, man. Well, I mean, it was their ones against the Jets twos. And the Jets twos won that battle on the front. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like yep. it was yep. – uh, I mean, they were coming through, man. And, I mean, you know – like I, I got, I said yesterday. I mean, I've watched Bryce at Bama just, you know, sit back in the pocket and chill. And you can see it yesterday or whenever, yeah, well, yeah whatever it was, Saturday. Um, you know, same deal. Like he, he so relaxed in the pocket. But damn it, man, you're you're not gonna be able to be that relaxed in this league. You know, you're gonna yeah. have to get the ball out. You're gonna have to be a little bit more urgency to you. Uh, he can't take those hits no. year round like he's taking. Like he, he's right. not gonna be the guy, the starting later on in the season if he's gonna see if he's gonna hang in there like that. All credit Great. to him. He'll 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 stand in there and take the shot, but he at that size he shouldn't be. And I saw like a a, a still shot today. Somebody took up him like and he was up on his tiptoes. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you know, like it's I mean, it's, it's legit though. He's trying to see over the sure. line, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. like that's that's all he yeah. you know is he has to. But I mean, you know, I, I mean, yeah, it, it was. I had a, I had a lot of fun watching him at Alabama. I hope we destroy him now that he's a, a Panther. You know, I mean, yeah. so uh, it's just, I mean, great for us, man. That line does not look great. You know, and to hear the guys we had on our front today, there was a practice, Calais, Anyamata, wow. Grady, Bud Dupree, 
Bud Dupree. My goodness. If that's the starting four, my hell goodness. on wheels, man. I love it. That's pressure from all angles right there, man. But, yes, uh, yeah. you know, he definitely cannot take those uh, hits. I, I, I cringed when I saw the Jermaine Johnson hit. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, this is it. That's it. This kid's done. But, you know, to his uh, fortitude, dude, he got right back up and was, you know, back at it again. But, mm-hmm. hey. It is what it is, man. Quick shout out to some of the more some more folks that are uh, joining us uh, on this live stream tonight, man. Uh, no good, but so good, man. Zeke gonna freeze in New England. That's a that's a possibility, man. Hell yeah, man. I don't see him be, uh, being that that type rugged, uh, cold weather type running back, man. He's more of an in, indoors over you know dome setting type guy. So yeah, man, I could definitely see that. Uh, Depends Schultz, on those eating habits. Oh my goodness, oh. And here in New England, dude, I can attest to that, man. If I, I just had a fucking fish platter, like you wouldn't believe. But yeah, man, <laughs> if if New England, you know, uh, prides him on that, dude, this guy's a walking Dunkin' Donut munchkin, bro. Because he's, oh, he's gonna get round quick. Shut yeah. up, Dunkin' Donuts, by the way. But on every uh, corner yeah, up man. there, right? Huh? They're on every corner oh, up there, right? Oh my goodness, dude. They're, man, they're like a. Well, I don't know if you, you guys don't have Seven Eleven down there. You guys have Wawa's and stuff like that, right? Dude, there's not even a – there's like a – I think there's one coming to Georgia, but we got more like racetrack and quick trip and, you know. Quick trip, okay. Yeah. So up here is uh, 7-Eleven, Cumberland Farms. Mm-hmm. Those those are our, you know, equivalents of what you guys have down there, man. Yeah, right. But, uh, right, let's see. Deshaun Coswell, rise up. Thank you, man. Thank you for joining the stream, man. For sure. Our brother Art Angel, man. What's happening, bro, man? What's up, Art? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got these folks uh, joining them from uh, multiple platforms here. Jolt Gaming Nine, man, what's happening, homie? Man, uh, met him uh, going on Jolt TikTok or something like that, and uh, Twitter, man. I guess he does gaming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you guys, if you folks are into the gaming aspect of it, man, please, uh, Jolt, if you're still watching, drop a link of your uh, channel so folks can definitely uh, look in, into what you do. We have Twitter's Miss Kira. Favorite. What's going on? Yes, Larry's mom, Miss Kiki. How you doing? Definitely, folks, if you want great conversation, this is the woman to go and see, man. She'll put your ass in place real quick. And if you're a Saints or, fan. Or or just go watch her put some asses in place because that's also fun. Hell, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Part of the great uh, one time for the fan cast over there with Bodie Jack and uh, Lyrics Mom and Chase. Awesome tandem. Uh, so make sure you guys like subscribe and subscribe over there. We have our good friend Blink and Stitch, Mitch Joy. How you What's doing, Miss Joy? Thank you for joining us tonight. Pretty Love it, man. The chef Aaron Dell is in the building. Aaron, man. what's up, brother? Yeah, man. Oh, that's right. Our hype, man. So that goes into the next topic as well. As we found out that Chris Blair and uh, Frank Darby were released today, man. And some may say, "Oh my God, not Frank Darby." But what can you? What, what, what are you gonna make out of it? He's been with the team what three years now, yep. and he's showing the flashes now. But the roster has kind of gotten deep since you know since then you know with all these guys like malone showing uh you know some some very good promising traits uh slade bolden your guy from alabama um who's john is a sexton he's a he's another wide receiver yeah. on staff too XFL, so, yeah yeah so i mean we got some guys in front of him man that that just are making more plays on a consistent basis in camp and, and all throughout camp than what uh, frank darby has shown in his three years so not a surprise, but like you mentioned earlier, man, this could be one of those things where he is back on the staff uh, later on in the year or um, at, well, once he heals up because he was a mm-hmm. IR destination for release or waived. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had a 
from what I read, he, he tweaked his hamstring early in the game on Friday, which because I was expecting him to have a lot of snaps, you know, yeah. on Friday, like fighting for that five, you know, that fifth spot with you know Penny Hart, Josh Ali, and whoever you know else is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Xavier Malone, you know, who had a good game. Um, yeah. But you know, it's just a bad timing for him to get a to get a hamstring. Man, he needed to be healthy through this entire preseason, you know, and that was just a shitty timing for him, man. So I wish the best for him. Like, like he said, man, I mean, yeah, he's, his personality is great, but you know what? The internet at an interview that I saw with him and y'all probably saw too at the field, he was, he fully understood what was in front of him and yeah. what he needed to do. So, you know, he's probably, you know, I'm sure he's not, didn't see it coming, but I'm sure he'll keep his head, you know, good head on his shoulders and just fight to get back out there. That's his type of dude he is, you know? Yeah. Um, but hopefully it works out one way or the other. Yeah, man. Uh, and then we're going to move on to our last around the NFL uh, topic, which was a feel-good moment for a lot of NFL fans. And I know a lot of uh, NFL fans in the great state of New York, uh, Buffalo, New York, got to see their guy, DeMar Hamlin, back on the field and, uh, you know, actually playing some uh, live action. He made a tackle. And by your account, as you was telling me earlier, he mentioned that he felt good after that play. Um as we all know, man, he had a very, very traumatic uh, situation happen on field. Um, you know, and, and it's a sensitive topic, man, because, you know, you see something like that happen. You know, you would expect maybe the NFL to kind of, you know, come in and be like, all right, listen, we have to get more out of why this happened. Although, you know, there was a, a contact hit that happened at just the perfect time. But can the NFL actually afford to have something like this happen again? Uh, you know, his case, of course, you know, great thing. He, you know, he was revived, was able to be brought back and he can continue on with the rest of his life. But that could have easily went a different route. And that's headlines and front news status. And I don't think the NFL would like that. So to, to, to the question, what do you make of situations like this? And do you feel like the NFL should kind of limit some of the situations, um, you know, injury wise for players to come back into into the fold? So the, first of all, I think your mic switched uh, outputs, by the way. Get it? Yeah, I think can it you? might have. But yeah. We can hear you just fine, but I think it just switched outputs. Oh, if it's yeah. like mine, mine will shut off at least six times during the show, and then uh, oh, you know, I'll just switch outputs. Anyway, but no, you still sound fine. I can just hear a little okay. bit of background, that's all. But anyway, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, it, it, this is like a unique situation. I mean, I don't think we've seen something really like this before. Um, you know, and, it's, and it, for the NFL, it's tough, too, because, you know, I, I would lo- like to see if, if there was any other agreements signed or like contracts signed or anything like a waiver or something, you know, just between Hamlin and the NFL saying or the Buffalo because, you know, you know it's tough for them. the NFL can't just say, no, you can't play if a team's willing to sign you and put you on the field, you know, it's, at least for a medical type thing, you know, if you're being cleared by the doctors and everything else. So it's just a slippery slope either way you look at it. Um, I would hope both sides cover their ass no matter what. So, yeah whatever you know god forbid you know something happens again that you know there's no craziness coming out of it but uh yeah i mean it was good to see him out there good to see him take a hit or hit somebody you know pretty hard actually you know yeah. and uh and be all right you know and and, and just safe you know feels good again it's just you know just a i don't know it makes me uncomfortable still a little bit it's kind of like, yeah, kind, of like watching, kind of like watching Tua out there like i, I hate yeah you know, seeing Tua get hit now, just knowing how many concussions he already went through, it's just like one of those things. But man, it's just a, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a, it's a unique one, man. It's a tough one to to judge. It is, man, and it's a, it's not like we can, you know, actually protect these players anymore. Oh well, the NFL can protect these players anymore. They have reduced significantly on the concussion standpoint of it. 
But, you know, this health situation, I don't know if you can protect the players any much more than than what you yeah. can other than giving them the pads and the, and the under protection because what, what are you going to do, you know, turn the league into two-hand touch with flag football? Yeah, yeah kind of can't do it, man. Can't do it. But shout-out to DeMar Hamlin and uh, coming back, man. That was, uh, in, you know, an incredible thing that, that you went through, you know, thoughts and prayers from the NFL community, the NFL world, man. So we're glad to see you back and doing what you love to do best. So that's going to round out the um, the news around the NFL. We're going to dive in, folks. Time to dive into the whole NFC conference, brother. Oh, you know, man. And we, and we should say, too, and we sh- I think we've already said it, but y'all probably figured out we're simulcasting this on Birdo's channel and my channel. So anybody that's on our channel that hasn't subscribed to Birdo, make sure y'all go do that. 95 North Sports Falcons Talk Show. And vice versa, we'd appreciate a sub if y'all sub on our channel. Because um, we're going to be doing a lot of collaborations throughout the season and going Absolutely. forward. Uh, so, yeah, it's just uh, we have a great time together and support one another like that. So, of course, appreciate man. it. Anyway, oh, go ahead. Course. Yeah, no, and, and shout out, Mike, man. Hope you're feeling a whole lot better, man. That's uh, the other half of the dynamic duo of John and Mike of Audio Falcon <laughs> Mind, man. Talk about the hype man. He's the hype man. <laughs> Dude's the man. We, we, that's the element that we're gonna miss tonight. Is the crazy Absolutely. out of this yeah. fucking world questions Mike sits on, man. <laughs> and I can't even. I can't even like. I'm, I wouldn't even attempt to to do it. You know what I mean? It would just be. A, it would be a, a, a false. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so NFC time, baby. NFC time. NFC time. I'm gonna start off with the NFC North. Uh, respectfully, Detroit, Chicago, Green Bay, Minnesota. Not in that particular order, but just. In that, in that same breath. So let's get to it. Detroit Lions, man. Really like this team and what they've done the past couple years, man. Last year, finished uh, the season 9-8. and eight. Uh, Dan Campbell is a Dan Quinn clone, so to say, as far as the hype, you know, the slogan aspect. Damn, just, the, yeah. just the goddamn energy, period, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and these boys really rallied behind him last year, finished, like I mentioned, 9-8. and eight was on the cusp of the you know the playoff berth and all that. So it's good to see a, a, a team like Detroit that's been in such a rut, man, similar to our Falcons for the past couple of years, you know, finishing the, in the bottom of the basement, so to say, within their division. Uh, but with that time, you know, down there, they've been able to acquire so much talent, man. We all know Aiden Hutchinson uh, was their very promising uh, first-round pick last year. This year they turned uh, some heads taking uh, they take? Jamar Gibbs, 10th overall, and then – doubling that back with Jack Campbell in the first round for the linebacker. They have a great nucleus, man, of players. Um, a great, uh, you know, a good young mind defensive coordinator. I believe it's, if I'm not mistaken, Aaron Glenn is still there. I had to check yeah, that. I, I should have so. checked that. Yeah. So. But the defensive uh, acquisitions that they had this past offseason, uh, drafting Brian Branch, uh, C.J. Gardner, they stole David Montgomery from the Bears, so that's a good one-two punch that uh, they're going to have over there uh, with the Lions. Also, Emmanuel Mosley uh, comes over. And uh, Cam Sutton of the Pittsburgh Steelers also signed with uh, Detroit. So I'm really liking what Detroit has done as far as turning it around. Of course, the mainstay there is uh, Jared Goff. They signed Teddy Bridgewater. So things are looking up for Detroit. Uh, So what what are uh, your quick thoughts on what Detroit has done and how they can uh, turn this bad boy around, so to say? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, they've had a lot of good pieces, um, you know, kind of unlike, I guess, Dan Quinn. Uh, a lot of these guys have really kind of bought in, like, fully, just fully. 100%, like, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, Jameer Gibbs is going to be a hell of a addition for them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I was surprised they took him as early as they did. Yeah. But, 
you know, I mean, and then Jack Campbell, I just saw was the highest rated rookie this, this weekend yeah. went out there and balled. So, I mean, you know, like they've got some good spots. I mean, um, you know, like I, I, I well, I, I saw that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Williams, um, Bobby Jameson Sears, Williams, Jameson Williams was, was he hurt again or something? Yes. Something creep, creep, yeah. He, he was hurt. Yeah. So he's not seeing the field anytime soon again, man. So yeah, dude, that's crazy. Uh, that's two no, years I mean, in a row. I know. I mean, you know, and I've, I've never been like a Jared Goff fan, but it's, you know, he's, he's seemed to have gotten better in this system with, with Detroit. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm still not sold on him, but, you know, looking at the rest of the division, I mean. Yeah. I mean, and with that, um, oh, here's, a, here's another player who just dropped it. RJ ATL for life, the plug, man. Good to see this guy. John Kaminsky, yeah, absolutely. John Kaminsky, man. Oh, my goodness. He's, he is balling. He was balling for them last year. He's going to continue to ball for Detroit. You know, same scheme. They just added better pieces around him, so it's only going to elevate his play, man. Yeah, but, man. RJ, thank you for joining the stream tonight, brother. I really yeah, appreciate man. it. Uh, so, my prediction as far as what the Lions are concerned, man, I think they take the NFC North, and I think they take it comfortably with an 11-6 and six record. I'm just I, – I'm kind of liking what Detroit uh, has to offer this year. Uh, they could be one of those sneaky good teams to uh, you know just creep up and uh, just just rub you know ruffle some feathers within the whole NFC conference. So I know we play them this year, so that's going to be a very mm -hmm. enticing matchup. You know of uh, two up and coming teams, so to say, two uh, teams with the uh, top running backs going one and two, so to say, in the NFL draft. So yeah, man. So I like what Detroit has, and I like them at eleven and six and taking the NFC North. I like it. Yeah, I had. I was just. I was. I was almost there. I had him at ten to seven. So I was right. Ten to seven. Not bad. Yeah. 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 I like it, man. So yeah. moving down to the Chicago Bears, man. A lot of promise with that team. You know, one of the teams that have had so much salary cap this year, man. They went out pretty much. They could have bought whoever whoever they wanted, man. Led yep. the league with with salary cap money. Uh, you know, Justin Fields goes into his uh, what third or fourth year. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that he can definitely break out this year. The offensive line seems to be playing a little bit better. Well, a whole lot better, obviously. It better. Um, Shit, his ass to be dead, too. Exactly. That could be another, you know, not Trey Lance situation, but it just could be another Bryce Young kind of situation, too. You know, you got such a promising act in um, Justin Field, but you can't rectify the, the, the problem that's at hand, and that's, that's the offensive line. You're going to have trouble. You're not going to have a 17-game starter. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, dude, I thought he was going to, like, not be able to finish the game against us last year. I mean, we True. pounded yeah. the living shit, out of, shit out of him the entire game, dude. Yep. And I mean, and they can't, they cannot. I think obviously they know that they can't run him like that again this year. They just that's not a recipe for success or longevity for him in his career if they want him to be mm -hmm. there for anything. And I know he's a bigger, he's big, obviously a lot bigger than Bryce. Most everybody is, but I mean, you know, like that's it's tough, man. I mean, but yeah, they went out and made some good additions and yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the Claypool thing obviously didn't work out for him. No, that man. That didn't go well. But No, uh, give up a second-round pick like that, yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's tough. tough. It's tough. But, Very tough. You know, if he if he can be a guy, then, yeah, they're going to cause some issues in that division. I think they'll, they'll probably upset a few people for sure. Yeah. Uh, with all those great things said, man, I still think that, you know, they're maybe a, a year or two away more from, from competing. Uh, yeah. They added a lot of great pieces on defense. I mean, of course, you know, uh, TJ Edmonds, uh, I'm sorry, Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards is what I meant to say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, dra uh, drafted great in the in the draft. Florida guy, uh, Jervon Dexter. And my my personal favorite, Zach Pickens out of South Carolina on that defensive line now. So with all that said, I think they come in in second with a 7-10 and 10 record for uh, the NFC North, man. 
Yeah, I had them actually eight and nine. I had them one more. So uh, just a little bit more faith. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, we turn our attention now to the postless Aaron Rodgers era and welcoming the Brother Love era in Green Bay as Jordan Love is under helm now. (laughs) And, you know, offensively, it's hard to say that they've gotten better. Right. But you but you can say that, you know, they could be as good. Jordan Love does have a good arm. He's in a quarterback-friendly system there. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Yeah, all their returning pieces are still there. Aaron Jones mm-hmm. is still there. Romeo Dobbs is still there. Uh, the Rich other kid. Watson. Yeah, Chris, who exploded yeah. towards yeah. the end of the year last year. Like, honestly, like a light switched. Boom, he really got it, and it was – it was hell's on wheels, man, because uh, I think he led all rookies in touchdowns, you know, Dude. towards the end of last year, man. Well, yeah, all I know is everybody was scrounging to get his ass in the fantasy leagues. I know that because we were all, like, trying to scoop him up off of waivers. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know what? Shout out to Smitty right quick. Uh, he was suspended oh, yeah. six games. That's right. That's right. That's what it was. That's right. Okay. Shit, man. These guys, man, keep your money where, 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 where it belongs, man, in your fucking pockets, man. Yep. You got to get away from that, man. You guys are high-profile guys. You guys don't need to gamble, man. If you want to gamble, gamble on yourself. Go out on the field, produce, do better for yourself, earn that second contract, and ball it. Just ball the hell out, man. But yep. back back to the Green Bay situation. You know the defense uh, was pretty stout last year. It was pretty good. Um, yep. This is the nugget that I love right here because it's on our side now. Jerry Granville. Uh, Jerry Granville. Why am I thinking Jerry Glanville? Hey, Jerry Gray. Light, baby. Let's go, <laughs> Let's go man. That's when I started watching the game. That's what I'm talking about. 91, but, baby. Yes, sir. Jerry Gray is now with the Atlanta Falcons. And um, truth be told, that was a balling secondary last year for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Finished in the top 10 as far as secondary um, positions are concerned. So mm-hmm. now that element is in Atlanta, of course. And I'm so pumped for that. Um, you know, the defense, Clenny Clark, Rashawn Gray, Preston uh, Smith, Luca Van Ness. There's a lot there. There's a lot there, but their Achilles heel is stopping the run and losing out on uh, Jerry Gray, um, which, you know, has a wealth of knowledge, you know, just defensive overall. I think mm-hmm. that's really going to hurt them. I really got, got a feeling that's going to hurt them. I got the Packers uh, in third place, finishing at nine and eight. Yeah, just seeing what Jerry's already um, added to the team in the short amount of time he's been here, yeah, that's going to be a hell of a loss for them, in my opinion. So, sucks for them, great for us. Um, but, yeah, man, I, offense, though? <laughs> it's the Jerry. Um, yeah. um, oh, man. No, but, uh, you know, and the thing with Love is, yeah, I mean, he just – we don't know, right? He, we yeah. have no idea. We haven't – he's been chilling for so long, and we don't know. Like, he, you know, to go out there and see live bullets now. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I got, I've, I'm i not sold on him, so I'll go, I'll go 7 and 10 on these guys. 7 and 10? Yeah. yeah, I got 9 yeah. and 8, 7 and 10. Man, we're just one, one or two off, man. Shout out Michael for joining in the stream, man. Thank you so much for Good joining man. us tonight, brother. Appreciate you, man. Uh, last but not least, the Minnesota Vikings, man. Minnesota, you know – Shit, we just broke the news that Dalvin Cook, uh, you know, joined the Jets. Offense is good. I think the, the strength of that uh, roster is going to be now the wide receivers. Jordan Addison oh, yeah. looks like uh, another Calvin Ridley 2.0. Looks the kid legit, has, man. oh, my goodness, man, the route tree that he runs. It's so smooth, man, so, so smooth. Wide receiver out of USC, man, was drafted uh, late in the first round last year. 
uh, all this past year. Uh, yeah, they lose their workhorse in Dalvin Cook, but they gain that in, in Jordan Addison. As, as we all know, Justin Jefferson is there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, they got some things that, that, that they can work with. I think the one thing that probably saves this team uh, is the Brian Flores hiring, man. And Brian Flores, as we all know, you know, was a Love candidate it. here in Atlanta for D.C. Uh, I think, you know, he can really bring an attitude out of that squad over there. Um, he was with the linebackers, I believe, with uh, Pittsburgh last year. So this is a guy that's been around the block, knows defenses. And I think that he, he has good pieces in place uh, in uh, Minnesota to definitely stay in contention. Could we see the de- uh, declining from um, from the quarterback there, Kirk Cousins? It's a possibility, man. He's 35 years old. Uh, you know, how much how much longer can he really sling the ball? You know, because I feel like Minnesota's probably going to be a more of a throw-first throw type offense more, more than a run-first. So, I, I don't know. For those things mentioned, man, I still have them finishing at 11-6 and six and possibly as a wild-card team. Uh, in the NFC conference in, in total, man. Uh, yeah, I, I hate to. I mean, that's exactly. What I had him win in the division at eleven and six. That's really? What I had. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And um, yeah, and I mean, I guess they're rolling with Alexander Madison. I guess at running back. Yeah, at Madison. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it was kind of a stupid reason, but I mean, you know, you watch quarterbacks. And yeah. It's hard not to like freaking Kirk Cousins after watching it. Like he's just like the most prototypical freaking Midwestern white freaking Coles cash dad that you've ever seen in your life yeah so, yeah you know hard not to hard not to root for the guy but not um, hard definitely <laughs> but, man. but yeah so yeah I'll, i was just like you know what the hell 11 and 6 let's do it vikings so yeah okay. plus our boy savion's covering the vikings now right 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 shout out savion yes right he landed that gig some uh well a couple months mm-hmm. ago right that's yeah. awesome man that's awesome we won't call you a traitor because we know where your roots lie but exactly yeah exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Savion and the boys at New uh, Millennium Falcons podcast That's over right, there, man. man. All right, switching gears, man. Let's talk NFC West, man. NFC West, very uh, com- well, it was once known one of the more competitive divisions in the entire NFC. Kind of seems like a two-team race right now. Uh, you know, we can sum it up. I think the Rams and Cardinals are two teams that are on the brink of rebuilding. I don't think they're going to be uh, contentious in any in, in any aspect of the game um if the rams win i got the um, you know what to put it out there i have both teams going six and ten the rams and cards i just think it's that time you know departing is jalen ramsey so all the pressure's back on you know aaron donald um so ah there's not a lot more to say there we have a matt stafford that you know his arm can fall off at any point now man being taken you know know. that's a stetson though Yes, I did see. <laughs> yes, he's a bullet to the end zone. Dude, he, he will not go away, man. Like I, no, he, will, he just I, you know he, I, we were talking about that on Twitter. Like, dude, just shows up in balls, man. Wherever he goes, wherever he goes, shows up in balls. And I mean, yeah, you know, credit to him, man. Like, that's hey, do your thing, man. Brother, I'm I'm real. I was really, <laughs> I might catch hell for this, dude. But I had I had him undrafted. I thought he was not gonna get drafted at all, dude. A lot of folks did, dude. I mean, it was just you know because it was. I mean, I don't know why. It was just some nobody. He never really, for some folks, he never caught on as like that guy. And even though like he was so successful at Georgia, it was everything around him. It was the defense was amazing. Yes. Georgia amazing. It was a running game. All he had to do was just manage the game, which, you know, the game manager gets tossed out there and everybody thinks it's the worst thing in the world. But he managed the game really damn well. And he yeah. made the throws when he had to. He's sneaky athletic. He's sneaky fast. So, I mean – I would not. It would not shock me if uh, if Stafford's down. He comes in there and you know 
yeah. does a good job. Yeah. So. The one, the one beautiful thing that they still have is that wonderful mind of Sean McVay, man, and his um, created uh, creativity. You know, calling offensive plays and dialing up things, man. The, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just hope that he evolves more and stays in the NFL because it's it's really fun to watch. You know, a Rams offense when it's in all gears. Uh, and it's a good thing for the NFL because of the wow factor, you know, and just because it's so much of a copycat league, there's other coordinators that, you know, will stay up a little bit extra to just study what it is, the intricacies, the ins and outs that he likes to, you know, display. So yeah. for that, that's that's about all the hope that I have for them. The Arizona Cardinals, man, another team, I think they're just on the cusp of a rebuild, man. Uh Hire Jonathan Gagnon, as we all know from the from the Philadelphia Eagles, more of a defensive mind coach. You know they moving away from the Cliff Kingsbury uh, era, and Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray at the beginning looked like it was a ma- the marriage of ages. Man, uh, they were clicking on all cylinders. DeAndre Hopkins was there, Zach Ertz. Uh, you know uh, the the running back there, Jesus Christ, uh, Connor, I think oh, it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, yeah. yeah, he was there. Everything was it was looking great. James Conner, yeah, yeah, James Connor. 180 to now, and it's like, okay, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Me personally, dude, I think Kyler Murray, whenever he decides to step on the field, he's going to be auditioning for uh, 31 other NFL teams this year. I don't think he sticks around uh, any longer past this year. And with all the moves that were done during the draft, they might be the benefactor in it all, having the first and second pick of the draft uh, Mm -hmm. because of the trades that were made with the Houston Texans. And... um, Who's that? Who's going to be the golden child next year? It's probably uh, the kid out of USC, man, Caleb oh, Williams. Caleb, yeah, Caleb Williams, Drake May. Yep, De- Drake May, and fucking the wide receivers of all wide receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr., man. So who knows? It could be in their cards to just fucking tank and and just go from there, man. Yeah, man. I had the I had the, uh, the Cardinals at like either four and eleven, five and twelve, somewhere in there. I just. They just yeah. really there. I mean, they're definitely in the rebuild. And then the Rams, I mean, dude, they went all in a few years ago, right, to win. They traded yeah. away. They are like, draft picks be damned, man. Let's trade F away all those picks. And <laughs> bring in everybody that we can get. So now they're paying for it, right? Yeah. I mean, so now they're having to, you know, they, they got their championship. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I had, I had them going, you know, six, six and, uh, six and 11, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even, even with, you know, McVay's mind, you never know. Yeah, and shout out to our boy Tony Wright, man. Guy to keep you on your toes, man. Tony Wright's the man. I disagree, Alberta. The Rams lost eight out of 11 starters on defense on their defensive replacements. Our three former undrafted free agents, two former six-rounders, one fourth-rounder, one fifth, and one seventh-rounder starting. I guess, man, but, hey, I, <laughs> that's, just, that's what I just think, man. I just don't think they're going to make any noise on the NFC. Uh, man, joining us also is Miss Lisa Shepard. Lisa, what's up? How you doing, Miss Lisa? Fresh, uh, man, fresh from Miami, man. Oh my goodness, man! I I saw some of the stuff, man. It's like she had like an, an all inclusive at Hard Rock Stadium, man. Yeah. Meeting the players, just mingling. It was it's unbelievable. Shout out to Miss Lisa, a true Falcon fan, of mm-hmm. course, man. Uh, Ricky Smith also joining us uh, this evening. Thank you so much for taking the time out to uh, join us tonight on this NFC breakdown. Hope everybody's uh, enjoying what they're hearing so far. And if you are, uh, please hit that like button, man. Uh, you know, get this video lights likes all the way up so we can travel into the YouTube world, man. Again, I'm the 95 North Falcons talk show, uh, talk show Berto. If you haven't subscribed to the platform, please do. John from Out of Your Falcon Mind, please. Another uh, great content group. Please hit them with that like and sub as well. Moving on to, and staying on the uh, NFC West, 
down to the last two teams, San Francisco and Seattle. This is where I might shock some folks. Uh-oh. I got Seattle winning this division. I have Seattle winning this division at a 10-7 and record. Uh, you know, we watched a resurgence, so to say, in Geno Smith. Uh, you know, he played his ass out last year. And I can I think that he can continue on that trajectory of playing as good as he as he has, you know they did a good job drafting, one of my favorite uh, running backs uh, Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA man as we saw him this past week man he was just trucking dudes man yeah, so that's yeah, a yeah. nice one two punch with him and Kenneth yeah. Walker they sure. and now they finally have the line post the the Russell Wilson era which <laughs> found them to never be able to you know uh, figure out the offensive line situation. They have it now. They got two bookends um, at, uh, at at the tackle spots. Uh, the defense welcomes back a Bobby Wagner, and Bobby Wagner now is joined by Jamal Adams and Tyreek Woolen. Uh, you know that's a great trio right there on that defensive uh, front there. So with all those things mentioned, man, I think they can make some noise again in the NFC and really uh, come out on top with the ten and seven record. Adam going. Uh, that's fairly bold because, yeah, you're expecting Gino to basically be Gino again. But, you know, like you said, he's increased the talent around him. Credit to yeah. Pete Carroll, man. Like, he was sure. able to just mold the offense around what Gino did best, you know. And Gino was yep. what, the most accurate, one of the most accurate quarterback last he year was. in the league. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, yeah. Uh, and I don't know how much Bobby Wagner has got left as far as, you know, football, left, good football left in him. You never know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you said, well, you had him go, what, 11 and six? Uh, no, 10 and seven. Two and seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I had him going nine and eight. But nine uh, and eight? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got I got the 49ers winning the division, but uh I just think they're they're just too strong in every and I know I know me and you talked about Purdy before the show. Yeah. I mean, do you want to go to the forty ers now? Yeah, yeah. Go in. You Absolutely. Okay. Right. Let's so, do it. Yeah, so with the forty ers I mean per, I, I kept thought I kept thinking that Purdy was like just an anomaly, like, okay, this one That's game, two games, three games, mm-hmm. four games. This, you know, this is gonna, this is gonna stop at some point. It didn't really ever stop. Like he kept going. That's some, you know, the thing with Shanahan's offense is, if you have a smart guy, who's got some talent, who can throw, but it, more importantly, you saw Matt Ryan the first year in Shanahan's offense. He was like, dude, once we get this, we're gonna be unbeatable. He said it. But it yes. took him a while to get. Right. You know, the first year was rough. Brock stepped in and was like, bam. You know, mm-hmm. now granted, now, you know, D, but didn't hurt the playmakers you got. You know, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, you know, yeah. underrated, oh great, great wide receiver. Um, so then the defense speaks for itself. Those guys, you know, shout out to Isaiah Oliver. Hopefully he has a good a good year. Yeah, man. Suck to they, see him go, man. Except if he happens, if they happen to play us in the playoffs. But, yeah, I just think uh, if Purdy can continue what he's doing, uh, I don't I don't even think as, as much as Mike would hate me to say this because he can't stand, stand uh, Sam Darnold, I think Darnold could actually run that offense pretty well, you know, as to be truth be told. So, I, you know, I just think there's too much there and knowing Shanahan's mind, I just don't think that they can, you know, let yeah. that one slip out of their hands. But uh, I, if, if a team will challenge them, it will be Seattle for sure. Seattle, so I would yeah. agree with you there, yeah. So but I, I got them going either 12 and 5, 11 and 6. So. Okay. Hey, that's fair. So I'm gonna go into I'm gonna go a different route with this. I, I think that this is where we're gonna find out how much coaching is uh is such an important, you know, part of course to football. You know what I mean? The these players, you know, carry out the scheme and what they're taught and you know, how they are taught football. Let's just mm-hmm. point blank period, you know what I mean? 
for as great as uh, the 49ers are, they're stacked offensively, defensively. Shannon, we can't speak enough about. You know what I mean? We had a lot of glory years with Shanahan under, you know, OC for us. That defense is what I feel like where it can turn a different route. Losing D'Amico Ryans is a hell of a difference. It's huge. He it is it is so key. It is so huge. I don't I don't think that I don't think defensively they're gonna be as uh, as stout maybe as they once were as they're trying to probably learn now something something new. Uh, you know the Forty Niners. I think it's just it's gonna put more all um, more emphasis and more stress on the offensive side, and that's where Brock Purdy the anomaly thing comes about. And with this league being such a copycat league, teams are gonna know now what his strengths and weaknesses are. Right. And mm-hmm. him being, uh, you know, Mr. Irre- irrelevant, he might find out pretty much pretty soon how irrelevant he is. All the glory, all the credit goes to Shannon what, and what he does. I think that it's going to be a defensive, you know, it's going to be the defense that's going to dictate how good the offense is. I don't think the defense is going to match the, the energy. I just think that the loss of D'Amico Ryans, it's going to be so significant that it's really going to take this organization back a year or two to get back to where, where they were. So for, the, for those things said, I think they finished nine and eight, man. I Damn. really do. I, I got them at nine and eight. Look, I I'm, think- not gonna, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to shed any tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it always goes back to like Falcons fans. For me, at least it's like, right. There's a love of with Shanahan, man. Like I love the fact that he did what he did when he was here. Cause he's the reason we got into the Super Bowl. Like he's the only Absolutely. reason we were there. Sure. Inversely is also the reason that we you know. He, yeah. he, he couldn't swallow his pride and run the damn ball. Sure so that's why we did win it. But so I don't, I never really root for his success, to be honest with you. That's just me mm-hmm. and being, being petty and I don't really give a shit. No, but, hell uh, no. That's right. But, uh, you know, on the defensive side, I, I think you'll see how important Fred Warner is to this defense and see yes. how strong True. the middle linebacker is. Because I think that dude, you know, he, if he's still the guy in the middle, you know, they go and pick up Javon Hargrave out of Philadelphia. You know, and just make that line ridiculous. You know, Drake Jackson, our, our Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa. Yeah. I mean, just you know, Javon Kendall is still there, right? I think. And um, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's I, a name to look out for, Javon yeah, Kinlaw. Yeah, that's yeah. a name to look out for, man. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, you know, as great as that defense is stacked, man, you need that right mindset and a coach that can hold all that together. Mm-hmm. And really put it on display. D'Amico Ryan's was a special breed, man. He really was. Me. And I love that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Houston's benefiting that right now with you know him being the head coach and you know much success and, and praise to him. Good luck, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with, with the Houston Texans. But it's everlasting what he has done, you know, with with, with the uh, 49ers, man. So I think it's just going to be a little too hard for this organization to uh, you know just replace, man. And I can eat my words. I'll be bold in this. I'll eat my words if, if I have to. But I just have that that hunch, man. That mm, I don't know, man. I don't hate your hunch. I don't. I don't. I don't think your hunch is going to happen, but I don't hate your hunch. <laughs> oh shit, man. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh bro. Uh, I saw Tony Rice for comment too. He said, uh, "Wait, where to go?" Uh, he's talking about Isaiah Oliver. He said Isaiah Oliver, Isaiah Oliver got beat yesterday on the Raiders' second touchdown pass on an out route right before the half. But I wish him well. Everybody got beat yesterday by the 49ers. What was that final score? Like 47 to – I don't remember what the score was. It was they, you know what? They just beat the uh, hell out. Yeah, they did, huh? I yeah. fucking missed the, the damn score. God damn oh, it. <laughs> Hang on. I'll tell you. 
Uh, shit, here we go. Yeah, no, sorry, thirty-four to seven. Thirty-four, 34 to seven. seven. Yeah. That's cool. We have a very angry Miss Lisa Shepard over here. I'll never forgive Kyle. <laughs> we are with you, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, man. All right. As we get a little bit closer here, let's talk about the NFC East. And if y'all don't know by now, the NFC South will be left for last. But the NFC East, man. God damn it. Pretty stacked division. Pretty yeah. freaking stacked division from top to bottom. Philly, Dallas, New York, Washington, again, not in any specific order. But uh, the top dog, I think, this year, still, again, Philadelphia. You know, for all the subtractions that they had, you know, everybody, oh, my God, they're done. You know, they're getting gutted, this, that, and the third. Brother, what the hell do they go out and do? They get Jalen Carter. They go get Kaylee Ringo. They go get Nolan Smith. <laughs> Eli Ricks, man, even. Eli Ricks, uh, they trade for the uh, was it uh, DeAndre Swift? Yep. And if he can stay healthy, my God, we're looking at a juggernaut on offense again. Nick Sirianni yep. really has these boys playing. Um, I don't think that there's that much of a drop off from uh, last year to this year. The only minus, of course, Javon Hargraves mm-hmm. going um, to uh, Frisco, which we just talked about. I, still the top dog, man. Um, Year four for uh, or year yes yeah, year four for uh, Jalen Hurts. This is his fourth year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I expect him to take a fucking substantial step forward and besting a lot of what he did last year. Uh, so yeah, I think they take the NFC again. I got them at fourteen and three uh, as top dogs of the that NFC East and potentially the whole NFC conference as a whole. Yeah, I don't disagree, man. I, I, I had him at, yeah, same thing. I had him 14, 3 or 13 and 4. Um, and yeah, you look at that, you just look, I'm just looking at the depth chart now. And it's like, there's not a, <laughs> there's not yeah. a bad spot there. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're depth, they got depth pretty much everywhere. Um, all it took was one good play from Jordan Davis for people to say, to freak out and uh, say we said the wrong guy. I knew it Maybe. would, though. I knew it I, would. I, oh, my God. You had to. Yeah, that was coming. That was Some of these coming. folks had that shit saved for months. Already in the drafts. <laughs> it hits in. <laughs> Told you we should have taken him. Yep. <laughs> oh, but, man. Uh, but, no, they just got to hope to God Jalen stays healthy. Because if y'all saw Marcus Mariota yesterday – or whenever they played, when, yeah, he may not even oh. be that. He might, even, he might even be the backup before that shit's all said. <laughs> Brucey from uh, the longest yard was in full effect yesterday. Did Holy you, he hell, man! Sailed that ball, no button. <laughs> That's all, man. That's all. I got so much shit from Philly fans when I like when they they put out like a little hype video for Marcus, right? When they yeah. signed him, yeah, when they signed him, yeah. Yeah, they left out the fucking throw off of his ass. So I just responded back and said, man, of course. Out. And so I yeah, put exactly. the video there. Man, I had fans took off. Her. They were in my shit for a week. <laughs> I was like, why are y'all so upset? I'm just, y'all y'all missed a good throw here. He threw it off his ass. Look, he was throwing it to anybody, but, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, of course, I'm being stupid. But, I mean, you know, they just got all in their feelings about it. And I'm like, well, now y'all see. So you better hope to God he's not coming on and playing for you guys. But, no, I mean, yeah, I, I just – you know, that defense is going to be serious again. Yeah. You know, Jalen's going to be doing his thing. Like you said, I mean, I, I don't see much of a drop-off at all, man. No, man. I can't stand them, man, but uh, yeah. 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 On to Dallas. What really can you say about Dallas, man? They, I mean, I think they're just in the news just to be in the fucking news because they're the presumed America's team, which I don't know where the fuck that started, who gave them that shit. And I, don't, I really don't care. I, I think that <laughs> that – 
organization is, is going to live and die by how long Jerry Jones fucking lives or dies. Sorry, God bless you, my friend. I hope nothing but the best for you. But this, th they will not be in any serious contention until this man is no longer part of that organization. I really think he cripples that organization. He's involved way too fucking much. I get it. You're the owner. You know, you write the ship. Whatever the hell you want to go with that. But mm -hmm. you got to know how to step away, brother. You know, you got you got to know that, you know, there's you have undermen or underwriters that work for you, such as your son and others that can really drive this uh, organization to a different direction. But furthermore, uh, you know, they added Stefan Gilmore, which, you know, wow, that's that's a major get. Now you essentially have uh, one and a half lockdown corners because, dude, tra I'm sorry, Trayvon Diggs. I know that's your boy from Alabama and all that, but God damn it. He got the bag way before. Sure did. Man, that's, I mean, yeah, he, he had the numbers, but, yeah, he's not, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bash the guy, but. Yeah. No. No, but I can say this. They really got somebody good and an often traded, always productive Brandon Cooks. Never understood yeah. why this kid gets traded as much as he did. I mean, shit, I would have took him here in Atlanta, you know, uh, for the right price, which I think they only got him for a third-round pick this past year. Uh, you know, you, you pair that up with uh, C.D. Lamb uh, and Michael Gallup. You know, they've got a nice little trio going on, but no run game. Tony oh. Pollard, what's the situation with him? Is he going to start yeah. on, on PUP? You got right. rid of Ezekiel Elliott. You don't have really a, a, a tight end. Well, you got an up and coming uh, tight end, but your mainstay there, he's no longer with the with the team. And do we really trust the Dak Prescott Mike McCarthy marriage? A lot of people will say no. Diehards will say yes. I'm not a believer in it. I don't think Dak can get over the hump, uh, and he's shown it so many other times. I think the closest that they could have been to the Super Bowl was that year where they lost to the Green Bay Packers. Man. Uh, I think that was it for them. The door kind of like started closing from there on out. I got them at ten and six, maybe a wild card team uh, in this uh, conference. Yeah, I got them at nine and seven. Um, again, that may that, that might I don't even know if that makes that gets them in the playoffs. And I'm totally Lost fine if that's out. the case. I mean, sure. sorry, sorry to Mama Cottrell, man. Mike's mom. Yeah. Oh my God, Dallas Mama Cottrell. Yes, so, that's right. Um, oh yeah, sorry, but yeah, I just uh, yeah, I, I, and I never have any faith in them and. You know, I mean, and, and you know what? I mean, Dan Quinn's got the defense playing good, playing fast, yeah, like sure. he wanted to here. He just has yeah. the guys to do it there. That's the only difference. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have any faith, man. That's probably some, some bias in there, but you know, I don't yeah, know. right, 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 right. And shout out to William Amy, man. That's the next team that we're going to be covering. He says the Giants. And well, let's talk a little bit about the Giants, man. Daniel Jones and company, man, had a. Had a you know pretty up showing last year, man. Brian Dayball, first year as a coach, man, really turned the ship with the whole uh, Daniel Jones situation. You know, made him look, you know, halfway not halfway decent, fucking decent. Period, man. Yeah. Got him a contract extension, so he was doing Ooh. something. He did something right. Uh, but they have added some talent to that uh, offense. You know, already explosive offense. In comes uh, Darren Waller and Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee, wide receiver, highly spoken about. You know, was a fan favorite here for for the Falcons. I was a fan favorite of him. Um, Alabama, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Paris Campbell also comes into town from the Colts. So you know, they 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 got they're working with a lot. They retooled their offensive line. That offensive line might be one of the better units uh, in the in the NFC for this up and coming year. Saquon Barkley doing running backs no justice, agreeing to that thirteen million dollar uh, contract, uh, and boom. We have a New York Giant team that I believe can finish twelve and five, 
and heavy in the mix again um, as a, a potential playoff team. We could see three teams coming out of the a, uh, NFC East for, uh, for the playoffs. So, yeah, well, what do you say about the uh, New York Giants and where, what their trajectory can be? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, it kind of, everything kind of rides on their defense to me because, yeah, their yeah. offense is, you know, going to be good. I mean, you would think. Um, but, yeah, I had them at 10 and 7. And, um, you know, again, I, maybe it's just I don't like anything New York or Dallas. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, Ashawn Robinson going up there too, you know, with the, on the other end of, from Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, yeah, Nell Dexter Lawrence too next to him. So, I mean, you know, it's going to rely a ride on, but when, once you get past them, it kind of mm-hmm. drops. It kind of, you know, mm-hmm. the, the depth's not quite there. So that's the only mm-hmm. thing that, um, defensively that uh you know and they did you know what's interesting i want to see how deontay banks does there too they drafted him out of maryland and that's yeah. that's the guy that looked at we you know possibly us even drafting you know sure. early on uh but uh, i think he'll be a good spot there too but yeah i mean 10 and, uh 10 and 7 about where i got him yeah we have uh hopefully hopeful man thank you so much for taking the time and dropping this wonderful comment we really appreciate hoodie, you man, man. Look, thank, look thank you thank you thank you got. that hoodie unbelievable oh yeah absolutely john <laughs> please let them the folks know where they can uh get some out of your falcon mind merch man let them know brother yeah man yeah yeah we got it uh if you want a hoodie like that or the one i'm wearing uh well we just put some out that says who who threw that because you know mm-hmm. just to be assholes we put that out there for all the idiots hate on ritter uh, but uh, yeah, it's at bonfire.com backslash out of your Falcon Mountain. That's it. And then you'll see all the different shirts and hoodies and stuff we got there. So yeah, if y'all want to snatch one up, man, feel free. It's a great way to support the support the show. Keep the lights on, as they say. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful. And last but not least, man, for the NFC East, the Washington Commanders, Turmoil City, man. Oh, boy. What can we say? Possibly the worst Rand uh, organization in sports. Unbelievable! They have a great head coach at Riverboat Bond, uh, uh, Ron Rivera, <laughs> Riverboat Ron, as they call him. Um, yeah, they got a you know a good offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, coming over from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is there. Sam Howell is there. Good defense, great defense. Yeah, um, yeah it's fucking monstrous line with Sweat. Uh, who else is there? Uh, Chase Young, Jonathan Allen. Yep, Deron Payne. You know, they got some, uh, I think, Carmen Curls, the safety, you know, good corners. Derek Forrest, too. Those, those, that, that safety combination is one of the better, better ones you'll see yeah. in the league. Yeah. I mean, yeah. As far as with them, you know, uh, Kendall Fuller, Manuel Forbes on the outside. So, Manuel Forbes, man, Mississippi State product, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember when Smitty did a um, an interview with uh, Fred Smoot, and Fred Smoot called it, man. He's like, y'all, y'all want to know a sleeper of, of a corner? Check out Emmanuel Forbes. And, he has not disappointed, man. A lot mm-hmm. of great uh, feedback from, uh, from, from you know, from that cornerback position uh, from Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, boy, I got them at nine and eight. I think I'll give them a couple more wins than what they you know had last year. I think they'll have a better showing. I think they can get to nine and eight having Jacoby Brissett lead the team versus Sam Howell right now. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I think he ha- he can push the ball a little bit better than Sam Howell could. Um, but yeah, truth be told, man, nine and eight could be, you know, one of those teams that just misses the cut, man. But I yeah, think they're, I, they're pretty decent enough. Yeah. I had them, uh, I had them at seven and, and 10. Um, 
and I, I don't know if they're gonna how long they're gonna ride with Sam. You know, like I, I was probably higher on Sam coming out than a lot of people were. Um, and it was, you know, I watched them the one of the when I was watching film on him when he was before he was drafted. You know, because obviously that's the year we were drafting quarterbacks, so he was one of the yeah. guys I was looking at. And um, you know, like when they played Notre Dame, I mean, like they were in that game solely because of him. I mean, he was yeah. just put that team on his shoulders, and you could see the arm he had. Uh, you could see the, the playmaking ability he had with his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, that being said, he had one game in the NFL, and he played well, but he's had one yep. game. Yep. So I, don't, I haven't seen enough. And like Tony Wright, I think mentioned up in the chat, the offensive line's terrible. It is. Uh, it's one. It's yeah. It's not going to be a good squad. Um, you know, they got Brian Robinson Jr., who I love out of Alabama. Yeah. Um, Alabama. Yep. Antonio Gibson to back up, but you know, I don't. I don't. Uh, that line's going to, you know, we, we both know the offensive yeah. line both in, on either side of the ball. I mean, as good as their defensive line is, their offensive line is going to hurt them really bad. So, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You know, One, but I agree with you. I think if Jacoby Brissett's in there, I think they have a better chance. I mean, I think so too. Unless yeah. Sam Howell's just, you know, blow, proves us both wrong. I mean, that's, you know, never know. Yeah. One thing right here, he mentions uh, Tony Wright, the all offensive line. I'm looking at one of their offensive linemen as a potential late signing by the Falcons in Andrew Norwell. Um, you know, we don't know what's going on with Matt Hennessy. Uh, you know, doesn't sound great. Doesn't sound too good. You know, he's penciled in as our. You know what? Let me just stop right there. Let's switch gears and uh, finally go into the NFC South as all gloves come off unfiltered. No, baby. Yes, sir, baby. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of bias is going on over here. So <laughs> screw it. <laughs> But uh, fuck it, man. Let's let's dive right into it, man. Um, NFC South, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, uh, no, man. We go into this year in the NFC with all new starters at quarterback. Desmond Ritter, our one all end all be all, uh, leading the helms for the Falcons. We have uh, you know child care services with the uh, Carolina Panthers and uh, Bryce Young. Sorry for those that are Bryce Young fans. Sorry, I'm very sorry. We have, uh, you know, the Maxim models and uh, the New Orleans Saints with, with Derek Carr and his backup, who's taking those spicy little pictures with uh, duck lips and whatnot. What the fuck was that about? Dude, so, I don't even, like, why would you, <laughs> the kind of shit you're going to take from probably your own teammates? Oh, my like, God. What are you doing, man? What are what you, are you doing, doing is right, man. And we have, you know, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And let's face it, man. They, you know, they were kings of the South for a couple of years. You know, of course, you know, exiting is um, Tom Brady and his uh, marital um, situations. Uh, enter fucking uh, Kyle Trask, little known Kyle Trask out of Florida. So let's dive in, man. Let's start with um, let's start with let's start with Tampa Bay. Yeah. What's the holdover? The the defense. Todd Bowles in that defense, uh, probably all they have going for them. To be honest with you, I don't think offensively, you know, you, yeah, an aging defense, uh, a defense is probably schematically, you know, on its way out of the NFL as the NFL, you know, moves on to more, uh, you know, more hybrid fronts, you know, with, with the heavy front line, like they have, I just don't think that, you know, their style of players, are gonna you know keep to keep up pace with uh, some of the more explosive offenses that the NFC has in total, and so uh, in uh, NFC um, and AFC as well. So with that said, I, I'll, I'll give them you know, six and eleven, man, at at best, uh, bottom of the bat basement in the NFC. Uh, you know we don't know nothing about Kyle Trask, really. You know uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, did Shanahan coach uh, Mayfield? 
in um in Cleveland. What was that uh, Manziel? That was mm, I don't remember, dude. I don't remember. Either way, I mean, like the only thing we know about Mayfield is he's been inconsistent no. since he came in the league. But I know who it was. It was Kevin Stefanski. That's who it was. That that's that's who who coached him. But yes, uh, yeah. So six and eleven, man. Just let let fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, put it on a T-shirt. I mean, uh, yeah, no. Really? no, no. <laughs> um, no yeah, you're right. I mean, the defense is all they got going for them, you know. And they, they, yeah. they, look, they got they got some studs on defense still. I mean, they, you know, I, mean, I think Logan Hall is a great pick for them. Big monster yep. on the line. Vita Bay is still doing his thing as a you know big body. Kalijah Kansi, I love Sleeper. that pick for them. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but you know, their linebackers Devin White, you know, who was kind of reminding me always of of. Uh, Debo, uh, Debo, you know, it was, yeah. you know, fast, you know, and those type of guys as they get older, when their speed declines, so uh, their play declines a little bit. Uh, you know, Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, Jamel Dean, who signed that massive deal. Yeah, um, and, you know, Ryan, I mean, they got some players there, but you know, you, you can't if your offense is going to put you in bad situations, it's not going to make a whole lot of difference, you know. And I, I, I have zero faith in Baker. Like I said, he, there may be a game. He might he may come out and throw three fifty for three touchdowns, no interceptions. The next game, he may throw for one hundred four interceptions, and you know what I'm saying I'm like there's never any consistency with him. So no, right? I don't I don't believe that they're going to. And you know, it's it's so much of this league is predicated on quarterback play. You know, so that's that kind of absolutely, man. Yeah. Oh man, moving over to the uh, our. Division, another division rival in the uh, New Orleans Saints. Bleh. Alvin Kamara serving his three-game suspension. Uh, do we do we trust or care that Dennis Allen is not a good coach? And I, I don't give a shit. I don't think he's a good coach. You know, I, I don't think he can lead a team. Uh, we all saw when he coached for the Raiders, he was fucking god awful. And uh, I think what saved him last year was having Ryan Nielsen on that staff to go along with um, the guy. I forgot his name. Jesus, uh, Chris Richards, uh, yeah, yeah. a co-defensive coordinator there. I think that's really what what saved them. But to be honest, man, nothing amusing out of them. An aging defense. We got Mario, uh, Demario Davis, and uh, Cam Jordan. Uh, a team that was really gutted. You know, Omenyata here with the Falcons. Caden Ellis here with the Falcons. Their most important piece, Ryan Nielsen, as mentioned, our defensive coordinator now. What really do they have going for them, other than the did, marching band? Uh, <laughs> did you watch any of the game? Uh no. I'll be a hundred percent honest. No. All right. So I, what sucked was it was the Saints broadcast too. So yep. I had to sit there and, and I was I was doing a little bit of work at the time. So I was like, you know what, mm-hmm. I'll throw it on there. Um, first drive was great. Derek Carr. Operated the offense just fine. Nothing, nothing crazy. Just you know, find the open guy. Let the let the playmakers do their job. You know, Kamara was out there doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. Carr's done nothing to to look. Man, he had Darren Waller. He had uh, freaking Devontae Adams, Josh yep. Jacobs, spoiled in 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 uh, Las Vegas, and didn't do anything. Now there is something to be said for the system. We've seen quarterbacks switch. Go to a different system, be successful. He was successful, kind of with Dennis Allen a little bit more when he was there. Yeah, well, um, yeah. but I, I don't know that it's enough, man. To be honest, and then I saw Kendra Miller, who they drafted, hurt his knee, has knee sprain too. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, so that's not good. I mean, you know, when that's their backup for Alvin Kamara, so you know, defense can still play. Uh, they did lose some. They did lose some guys. 
you know, I thought going into it all along, it'd be between the, the Taints and us. Yep. And uh, I still believe it. I still will be, be, I'll be one of the two teams, I still think. You know, I, I don't think it's out of the question that Clark could come out and surprise everybody, you know, because I don't <laughs> want to just throw them away and say, oh, they're going to be four and whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I have them at like nine and eight as of right nine now. Nine and eight? Yeah. So okay. I, I got, well, I got, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think they'll have a, they'll be just over 500. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I don't have a lot of faith in Carr still, you know. And Dennis yeah. Allen, yeah, Dennis Allen hasn't proven me anything as a head coach. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and it, one more thing, too. Like sure. You saw after that first drive, man, Saints fans are going crazy. Like oh, of course. Going, I mean, you know. Oh, my that, God, they're going know. to the playoffs after that but first then, drive. But then, but then, look, <laughs> but then the second the twos and threes come in, and what happened? KC starts coming back. Yep. So that depth is not quite there. Bingo. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's like – and we know injuries are going to happen. It's just part of the league. It's going to happen. Um, but they're kind of in the situation. And Jr. even talked about it yesterday when he was on the show with me, man. That, that, you know, when you have to say, well, the ones were good, but, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, kind of went yeah. to crap. You know, well, that's that's kind of what we've been saying for a long time. Sure. You know, so yeah. and that's why we were so happy that our twos and threes showed out the way they did. Oh, my God. Like, Shit, how long has it been? You know, that, so. Exactly. Facts. So. The inconsistency are not believing truly in David Carr or uh, Dennis Allen, and the fact that their depth maybe not quite what it what they would like it to be. Yeah, I, mean, yep. I still think they pull out nine and eight because their, their record, dude. I think not the, not the record, their schedule. I mean, on paper, is the the easiest in the league. Yeah, like, I think yeah, they're the right up there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think you know, and I know you know, I'm not one that looks at that and says. I don't take a whole lot of stock in it because it's still the NFL and you still got to go win those games. Mm-hmm. We beat the 49ers by two touchdowns just last year with Marcus Mariota. You never oh, yeah. know what the hell is going to happen. You never so. know. That's a but, great point. But regardless, That's- yeah, I still got him pulling out nine. Yeah. I just think that, you know, the Derek Carr situation was more forced than anything. I don't think he's a Pete Carmichael-style quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, you know, offensively speaking, man, I, I just don't think that's the right fit. Uh, again, I think it was just the big name that was out there to be had, and they just said, hey, come on down. Come down to the big easy. That that that's really it. That's that's really it. So we have some uh, late folks joining in as Miss Amber Smith. Um, thank you, thank you for joining the stream tonight. Really either. appreciate that. Me too. Totally I can't either. wait. We cannot wait. Uh, every season. What's up, John and Berta? We about to win the South and get the first home game in the Benz. Hell yeah! I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Our boy Dre Drew statement, man. Y'all hey, what's gonna up? think I'm y'all gonna think I'm crazy with my NFC rankings, but I got I got it going. Falcons, Bucks, Falcons, Bucks, Saints, and Panthers. Hey, I, that's fine, man. Yeah, I think, I think you can. Flip it could happen. Two four, yeah, man. Two three four. Just like throw some shit at the wall, see what sticks, and then sure. see it could happen. Absolutely, man. And speaking of Panthers, let's um, talk about these uh, Panthers. Gosh darn it. If Arojaro leads the pack on the defense, and they have a nice collection of defensive players on that side, Shaq Thompson, Brian mm-hmm. Burns, a recently uh, just signed Justin Houston to pair with Derek Brown on that defensive line. J.C. Horn is there. Yeah. <laughs> Debo. If he makes the goddamn roster. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. but they have a nice collection of, of veteran players there that go along with the mix of the young guys that they have. Kind of in a similar situation that that you know we have going on a good blend of of, of youngsters with the veterans. But Ivaro Jaro, man, is a brilliant mind uh, defensively. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys that we tried to nab from uh, Denver when we had our our spot vacated. 
mm-hmm. but he make he lands in uh, Carolina, has a good you know good group of guys there. That's the strength of the team. I think 100%. I can hundred percent. That's the strength of the team. Offensively, we talked about it at the beginning of the show with the performance of Br- uh, Bryce Young in that offensive line, not looking so bueno. So with Bryce Young, you know, being the number one overall pick, of course, you know, you know, this is what I have to say real quick on on, on the Carolina quarterback situation, and and I know that you're an Alabama guy. Look, through and through, when they get, when they get to the league, if they're not on the Falcons. Yeah, they're dead to me after that. So (laughs) they don't have a track record of just trotting out superstar quarterbacks. I mean, yes, that's that's a it's a program that's always been built on defensive style of play, uh, you know, acquiring great um, offensive linemen and uh, offensive skill set players. But the quarterback position, you got to go back ages, man. Namath. I think okay. that w- was there. Uh, Jesus Christ! There's, there was another one. There was another quarterback that played for the Raiders, also. Kenny Stabler. Kenny Stabler. There it is. Yeah. Boom. So that's really as far back as you have to go to find any success with any quarterbacks that has made it into the NFL out of an order of Alabama um, program. Fast forward to now, of course, Mac Jones is out there. Jalen Hurts, you know, but Jalen Hurts had that transition. So can you really count him being a, a roll tie or Jalen? Uh, well, yeah, he spent most of his time at, at Alabama. I mean, I, I, yeah, Jalen and Tua—they're they're the best two ever of recent. You know. Yeah, yeah. So and the verdict right now is still out on Tua with everything going on with him. So yeah. in the mix now is Bryce Young had a stellar career at Alabama, but again, you know, very comfortable just sitting back and you know just picking apart when you can because of the wall that was in front of him. A wall was in front of him. This past week, and it wasn't they're a good green. one either. Yeah, they're wearing <laughs> green. The fucking ball was coming at him. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Absolutely, man. So you know, uh, <laughs> you don't prey on anybody getting hurt. Of course, yeah, this is a, a, a tough sport, but man, just the build of Bryce Young is very concerning. The height, also, you know, I know, I remember when the draft process was going on, and, and there was rumblings of the Falcons moving up to take this guy. I was like, what? Fuck no. No way! It, it, it can't. We can't happen, man. You know, not every time does it. Uh, you know, do we get a five nine, five ten guy like a Drew Brees to come out and have a Hall of right. Fame type career? Not going to be sold on anything like that. I didn't want that to happen. Thank God it didn't happen. But he is in the division. He has to be accounted for. You know, uh, great, good. You know, good arm. Got good pieces on offense. I just don't think it's enough to. Uh, you know, definitely. You know, take the take the crown in the NFC right now. Yeah, I mean, I watched that entire game, too. Um, and, you know, if I was a Panthers fan, like, that's what I was I was thinking. Like, I mean, yep. if I'm a fan of the fans, like, I'm scared to death of the offensive line, like, getting yep. him killed. It's almost similar to what we're talking about with the commanders. You know, like, you've got a really good defensive line. They went and got Shy Tuttle, you know, robbed him from the, the Saints, you know. New Orleans? And, yep. Yeah, and, and Derek Brown, who destroyed us. Uh, oh, last, my God. Like, dude. Uh, of course, Brian Burns, you know. Uh, Shaq Thompson, the guys, guys, you know, they went and got Von Bell from Cincinnati, you know, the mm-hmm. other other safety. Um, so, but we like you said, we knew their defense was going to be good. You know, that's yeah. the thing. But it goes back to, again, how, how is the offense going to put you in position? You know, your offense can put your defense in the bad positions throughout the game. What sure. we've seen over the last <laughs> – so we saw, uh, I mean, uh, uh, just, Man. I mean, you know, front row seat to that shit. But there's no doubt that Bryce is talented, man. Like, he, he, he can – Definitely the most talented quarterback coming out. I mean, he can throw guys open. He can do – he can make every throw. He can – very smart kid. 
Um, you know, uh, he, he can do all those things. But if he, again, if he's under pressure every single time or, you know, and, and the wide receiver talent's not great. You're looking at DJ yeah. Shark, Adam Thielen, Adam you know, Thielen, like yeah. not, it's not fantastic. There's no stud, no receiver out there. Right. So yeah, I just think with that line, it's going to hurt him, man. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think, you know, they could be a force if they build up that line and, you know, Give him some more time, but not not this year. Not this year. Yeah, I I give him seven and nine. To, you know, and I, and I'm being nice, I guess. At that, you know, probably yeah. finish second yeah, in the in the yeah, NFC. Yeah, yeah that's so, all right, man. man yeah. Okay, joining the stream late, Emperor. Thank you for joining, man. Our boy, Fall Star Falcon. Appreciate Fall you Star, joining yeah. us, man. Yes, sir. Benny Smith, rise up, brother. Thank you for joining the stream tonight, man. Appreciate your time, brother. So. Folks in the comments, feel free to drop whatever it is that you want to say about our glorious Atlanta Falcons, which would be the last team that we talk about. As they say, save the best for last, goddammit. And here on the 95 North Falcons Talk Show, that's exactly what we're going to try and give you now uh, is all the best details about our said team, the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so no team has benefited like the Atlanta Falcons, maybe other than the Chicago Bears, from opening up the wallet and really 180-ing this team, bringing in so, so, so many um, future Pro Bowl players, Pro Bowl players, great assets, uh, great defensive players, uh, like we did, as we all know, Onyemata, Calais Campbell, Caden Ellis, Jesse Bates III. Um, shit. Defense is looking good. Uh, you, we saw from uh, Miami's game on Friday night, man, the two and threes were fucking wrecking shit up and down the field. I'd love to hear that, man. We had guys like Albert Huggins uh, and, and Timothy Horn just dominating the defensive line, which I love, uh, to a tune of five sacks and multiple quarterback hits and hurries. Um, I'm liking what the Atlanta Falcons have done. You know, I, it's, a, it's a loose look to what Arthur Smith um, has been in recent years. Uh, we, we're seeing him have fun. And is this a scary thing for the NFC entirely? I think so. I think now we're going to we're gonna get to really see and be privileged to watching a full Arthur Smith onslaught on display. He has tremendous weapons, or we have tremendous weapons. Uh, you know, of course, the do-it-all running back and B. John Robinson. Uh, you know, we traded for John o. Smith. Kyle, uh, Kyle Smith. Kyle Pitts comes back. Uh, sleeper in emergence probably in John Fitzpatrick at the tight end position. We bring Michael Pruitt back. We have uh, wide receivers that, you know, not the gaudy names that a lot of people like to hear, but they're dependable wide receivers that get the fucking job done. As we all saw, Mack Truck Hollins uh, had looked great in joint practices. We saw Scotty Miller flash on Friday night. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of called a little bit on that with, with the Scotty Miller situation. I think he's going to surprise a lot of us folks here in Atlanta, man, and just be the unsung hero in this wide receiver group. Uh, what Why I say that is because he's benefited from playing with a guy like Tom Brady who – just wears his emotions on his sleeve, and he expects the very best out of all his position players, offensively speaking. So what a guy, you know, learning that for the past couple years, man, it's just so infectious, and I think that he could definitely thrust that upon this whole Falcons um, offensive roster and really get the you know these guys going in the right direction. But, my friend, what do you say? Um, the look says it. I think you're confident, you're determined to lay the smackdown on uh this would be uh division so your thoughts please yeah man i mean uh everything you said uh you know you can tell there's a different energy there has been the entire 
preseason, the entire training camp. Uh, Art's different, not just the mustache. Like he's just, he just has a different, <laughs> you know, he's got a different, he just carries himself with more confidence. Like you can tell. And he said he's having the most fun he's ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Nielsen ain't taking shit from nobody. I mean, if you're not 100% given 100% every time, you ain't going to be on this defense or be starting on this defense or be in this rotation on this defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, just, and that's that's what was so exciting about like like we I told Jr. yesterday, man. You know when I when we found out that the starters weren't going to play, the offensive mm-hmm. starters weren't going to play, and and uh, you know the game on Friday, I was like all my attention went to the defense. I wanted to see what those what what kind of depth we really we thought we had depth. Yeah, you know it's, it's you you see it in training camp, but you don't know until you you're on the field. Yeah, somebody yeah. else you don't know. Hundred uh, percent. But to see those guys flying around and to hear Tua say it during the week, said man that secondary. They're swarming, man. Like they're yes, athletic. They they're getting around there, and they showed it on the and on the field. And the situationally, man, like those fourth down stops inside the, like that stuff, you don't see that comes together that quickly. That's, you know, what I mean, we're, the, we're talking about the first preseason game. Yes, sir. And they're out there. I mean, the communication is there, even with the second and third level. So if mm-hmm. that's what we're getting from the second and third level, man, I just, I, I cannot wait to see. The, the ones out there doing their thing because it's going to be, you know, I think everybody was worried about Desmond. I don't think it's going to be the matter. I think our defense is going to be the unsung hero this year, man. I think, I think if, so. if, if they're getting this, if they're getting Desmond more opportunities and getting these playmakers more opportunities, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, like, I, it's just, I'm not even that worried yeah. about, I mean, I, and I know Desmond's still an unknown, but I've got confidence in him, man. Like he, he doesn't have to go out there and be Mahomes. He doesn't go out there and be Brady. He just has to make, you know, Arthur's offense is all about finding space. You know, yes. finding, a, finding an open space. And that's yep. why he likes the guys that are not necessarily, you know, pigeonholed into one, like he, you're this type of receiver and you're this type of running back. You know, all running backs can – Tyler can catch out of the backfield. He can block. Bijan can do the same thing. You know, watching what Ikebuke did, freaking – Oh, my God, uh, man. I mean, like, okay, there's running back four probably right there. Possibly. He can do some things too, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, CP. You know, you know, better legs longer into the year. You know, he's going to have fresher legs. Very key. Could be lined up a wide receiver. Um, Matt Collins looks like a cage fighter. Um, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think Drake's going to have – Drake. we know Drake and, and Desmond have a great chemistry. So, like, that's there. Yeah. Um, I just – and then, you know, like you said, John, like the list goes on of guys that could possibly – you know, and I don't even care. I don't care how the numbers shake out. I don't care. I don't need – I don't care if Kyle has – you know, a thousand yards. I don't care about any of that. As long as we're scoring points, and if we're clicking. Matters. If we're clicking on all cylinders, dude, we should be averaging twenty-five plus points every game. Why like, not? Easy. I don't know why not. Like why not? Yeah. Like, like if you, I, I think this would be a nightmare offense to plan against. You know, and you, yeah. you the national. That's what's different. You know, everybody gets mad about the national media. Well, they don't. They don't. They don't follow the team like we do. They don't look. They don't. Yeah. They don't understand what's going on here. So they don't. They don't take the the deep dive into it. Now those that sure. do, you start seeing a different tune. Yeah, you do. Mina Kimes, Dan Orlovsky. Oh, oh yeah. Oh shit! Like this. These guys oh, may have yeah. something going on down there. So, you know what I like? I like when we make Brian Baldinger in his. Oh, <laughs> Fucking phenomenal, man. His breakdowns, man, he really gives love and shout out, you know, uh, to the teams when they have, you know, a great week and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit further. Uh, So I was looking at the defense and then you and I, we did the live stream Friday night, you know, for the first two quarters and stuff like that. So two things that off the rip I wanted to see better third down defense and red zone defense. And they passed with flying colors. And these were second and third stringers, as we, you know, kept saying. You know, Atlanta was in the bottom of the uh, NFL in both categories, both 
third down defense and uh, red zone defense. Third down defense, I believe they averaged a 47% allowance rate when teams you know wanted to convert. And in the red zone, I think it was at a 42%. Or fifty-five percent, excuse me. That mm-hmm. you know, teams would just score at their own will, and to a tune of six points and uh, a uh, interception in the goal line. Those are those are strides we're already freaking making, man. It's just the first game, and it's the second and third stringers again. You know, third down for me again. You know, I, I'm very big on that, man. Because sure, you know, as great as the defense is assembled, there are some veteran pieces on there. Uh, so. I kind of want to see them more fresh throughout the game and not having to sit and go, you know, for another set of downs, you know, to mm-hmm. really, you know, hurt the defense. But nothing but, you know, thumbs up from everything that was seen on Friday night. Um, truth to be told, man, this is probably going to be the strength of the uh, of this Atlanta Falcons this year, man. The identity will probably be the defense, man. Uh, and Dude. what do you say? I mean, every, every player in that every defensive player in the post game talked about. Nielsen and delivering that aggressiveness and that attitude. Every single one of them mentioned it. Like they, I mean, they've all bought in. They've all, and they showed it on the field, man. Yeah. Like they just, they, they got after the offensive line more oh my God. than, than, I mean, they just, every, every, every player. And that's the thing last year and years and, and years past, you know, those ones go out and it falls off a cliff, you know, like it's now it's not the case, man. I mean, no. we're going to have a good rotation of guys that can play, that can really play. Sure. So that's the thing, man. And, yeah, third down, that Miami was three for ten on third down. Three for ten. I'll, Imagine I'll that. take that all day. Anything. All day. Absolutely, so, I mean, man. Yeah, so, I mean, and it's, you know, obviously we're, we're huge fans, so we're going to be a sure. little bit biased. You know, <laughs> I mean, if, and, 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 of course, we look, there's – there's a chance Desmond is not the guy. Of course, that's there's always a chance that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think with everything we surrounded the guy with, like you almost have to try to mess this one up. You know what I mean? Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So, everything I is mean, here, kid. Yeah. It's, I mean, we, we, I mean, on a fucking platter, man. I mean, you're talking about yeah, man. The, the skill positions that we have. Uh, it's, it's right there for you. And, and, and the play call or the art is, and that's the thing too. I expect art to take a next step in his development as well. Cause just like I, I think players, so too, man. I think, I think he, he definitely self-scouts himself and he's probably looked at the first two years and went through different games and like, damn, I don't think I would have done this. You know, I'd, I'd probably do this differently or I wouldn't do that again. So yeah, man, I think it's going to be a, a progression from all, all sides and between Nielsen and Gray handling man. the defense and the secondary the way they are. I think we're going to just, you know, it's going to yeah. be good, man. What, what do you have the record? Let's, let's take it I, I, 12 and five. Dude, damn it. Me too. 12 and fucking five. Kings of the South, finally Let's again, man. Fucking we man. haven't held a crown since, what, 2016 or whatever the case was. So what the fuck? Why not now? Why not us? Why not you know, us, we, we've exhausted so much uh, resources uh, into just, you know, changing this team, you know, facelifting the team defensively. Completely, completely man. So From the, the hell? soul, man. From the soul. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, man. I mean, shit. But, you know, definitely shout out to Terry and Arthur for the, you know, the job that they have done, you know, and one thing I've learned so so much, you know, in, in doing what we do, podcasting, mm-hmm. uh, and, and just being fans overall, I, I've ta- I've taken a valuable lesson from Uncle Steve. Uh, you know, you can't tie your emotion to certain players. I was one of those guys for a long period of time. Like when the Matt Julio situation, you know, happened, I was oh, like, dude, yeah. I was like, fuck, man, we're done. Oh, man, it really, you know, struck a chord with me. But you know, hearing, you know a wiser individual speak made me think differently. Like, you know what, man, he has a point, you know, it, it, it's point driven and yeah, you know, 
the Falcons had to make. We're, we're in this hole of the cap situation because of those situations with the Matt Ryan and the Julio situation. So fast forward to now, man, we have the scuttles, as, as, as some folks would say, or the money. Hey, man. We hey, open that wallet up, brother. And we, and we didn't even talk about next year. What will we have available no. next year? Yes. Oh, but but what we do have available now, I think we're north of $11 million in yep. cap space. When the fuck do the Falcons ever go into a season with that much cap space? I mean, this opens up the door for extensions, AJ Terrell possibly. Uh, this opens up for, you know, a would-be trade. You know, usually yep. the Falcons are popular doing that in late in August, you know, the most recent signing that paid major dividends was the Andrew Levitri trade from Buffalo years back when we acquired him the year of the Super Bowl. Could the Falcons be in full motion that this time around and make a, a, a trade of that magnitude? Possibility. There's no, there's no restraints now. There is cap money. We can definitely do it. So I, I mean, I'm loving the trajectory of what you know Terry and Arthur have done. Uh, you know, for our Falcons, man, it feels good to be on this side versus the other side as we have been. In uh, oh, recent years, man. So I'm elated. I can't fucking wait, man. I know the fan base cannot wait. You know, it's like, oh my god, man. It's it's just it's just there, man. It's just the there. Dragged on, brother. Like it like is dragged a mother. On. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. during those months, and that's why I mean, shout out to everybody watching us on both channels, man. For, Absolutely. For y'all to tune in for uh, to both of our shows. Any any of the content creators all summer long, uh, when we got nothing to talk about except just the projections of what this team can be and you know the, the little bit of news that comes out during the summer yeah. and the terrible uh, right uh journalism that comes out you know about yeah. our boys i mean to, for y'all to stick around and watch us all summer long but hey we made it man we made it we, we made uh, it man we look fucking good in that first preseason game with our twos and threes i can't wait to see the first team out with against cincinnati coming up yep um and then yeah like some i think miss lisa said earlier man cannot wait for september 10th man like i just yeah fuck it cannot get here soon enough Quick little uh, question here from uh, a prediction. Lord, fifty-five to sixty for the Falcons defense. You'll see me crying like actual tears. Yeah, yeah. I'll come on here and cry. I'll be so happy. To steal a page from my boy Mike, you are out of your Falcon mind with that one, brother. (laughs) Absolutely, dude. Hey, but it again. You know, it's one of those things. You got to have high hopes, man. You got to shoot for the fucking moons and stars. So why not? The last time the Falcons had. A sack number close to fifty was two thousand and four. I think we had forty nine. Yep. Since I then, go for that. I would fucking. Oh my god! I would jump over the fucking three tables. The fuck <laughs> to get at somebody for that? Hell yeah! So yeah, man. Hey, listen, man. We love it, man. Uh, we have some more uh, things here. Hopefully, hopefully, we're going fifty. I'm hey, going fifteen and two. It. Oh man. My, you know, Mike's gonna say seventeen and zero. So. Oh yeah. That's, oh that's yeah. Mike. What was if y'all, y'all y'all if y'all watch our predict our preview shows this year, Michael pick us winning every single game like just like he did last year like yep. every single game. And I love it, man. I'll be honest, I mean, I, I I do most of them, but I mean, with Marcus last year, I was a little more realistic. So, but yeah, yeah, man. This is how it goes. Got some uh, people joining late, man. Marlon uh-huh. Malcolm, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you tuning in. Tuning in, man. Really appreciate that, brother. A one forever shouting us out, man. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that very <laughs> much, Lisa man. Said. No, where where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, this one right here. Yeah. We do that. I will legit tackle someone. I'm Peachtree. <laughs> <laughs> and and Peachtree, that's that's a busy road, man. That's a very oh. busy road, brother. But man, that's gonna conclude. Um, you know, this episode tonight on the 95 North Falcons Talk Show, man. John, I cannot thank you enough, man, for uh, helping yeah, me man. break down this uh, NFC conference, man. Uh, you know. 
if folks, if you know you haven't watched it, wasn't tuning in live, please make sure you watch the re uh, replay. Leave a comment. Um, you know, give us your thoughts. Uh, you know, let us know what you think, man. Give us your Absolutely. bold predictions on about the uh, Atlanta Falcons, man. John, please uh, let them know where they can find you, and uh, please uh, and tell the people where they can find uh, where they can see uh, Audio Falcon Mind this week, please. Yeah, man. So we got a busy week. Um, I'm hoping Mike's going to be healthy. If he's good to go, we're going to be on one time for the fan on Wednesday night at eight o'clock uh, doing a simulcast again. So it's going to be a big show with those guys, Jack, Bodie, Kiara, Chase over there. Uh, it's going to be awesome having a good time. I just hope, you know, if Mike's not feeling good, I'd, I'd, I want to go on this time with Mike. We were on one time with the fan before and it was just me. So I want to yeah. have Mike there uh, for the next time. So cross our fingers. He's good to go for that. But um, and then I don't think we're going to do a regular Thursday show, but normally our preview shows for the games coming up on Sunday will be on Thursday night at 730. And our recap show will typically be after the game on Sunday or depending on my kids baseball schedule, which starts up again in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, depending on how that schedule falls. So, but we'll always do, regardless, we'll have a preview show and a recap show every week. And there may be other little pop-up shows in between. And maybe, like I said, you're going to see collaborations with, with, uh, yeah. with, you know, with Berto, with Smitty, with all these guys throughout the season. Uh, we all try to like support each other. So I wish you guys, yes. like I said, at the beginning of the show, man, if you're, uh, if you're watching on either stream, man, make sure you subscribe to the Berto's channel. Our channel is out of your Falcon mind. We're trying to get to a thousand uh, subscribers. We're getting there quickly, man. So appreciate everybody yes, for sir. subscribing. Hit the like button, man. Helps all the Falcons community find us and make it easier for them to find us. And mm -hmm. then uh, I'll probably put this on our on our podcast stream too. So if you're listening to it on iTunes or Spotify, just drop us a five star review on there as well. Uh, but it's out. It's just out of your Falcon mind on uh, on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter at out of your F and mind because out of your falcon mind too damn long to, to write so you know um so out of your mind it was um so yeah that's it guys we appreciate y'all watching man i Berto, you're my dude man you know that love you brother absolutely any, man any, you know anytime, it, brother anytime you want me man i i'll be here for you brother so. yes sir yes hey, sir so with that man it's your boy Berto, your host of the 95 oh, we, falcons talk show Go ahead, brother. we did get we did get a uh, super chat oh or maybe maybe make him through on mine can you see it on yours yep i got you right here yes Hopefully, hopeful. That's for you, Appreciate John. you, brother. Appreciate you, brother, man. Always, hopefully. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But, yes, so I will be back on tomorrow night with Smitty. The dynamic duo returns, the 95 North uh, Sports Machine, as we welcome Miles Garrett, Fox 5 News reporter, onto the live stream, man. We're going to uh, probably be talking about the Cincinnati Bengals matchup uh, with our Atlanta Falcons for this up-and-coming Friday and maybe some other Falcons uh, news-related topics that we might have for him and some questions, you know, from the chat or uh, from myself and Smitty. So that's tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. So with that, man, thank you to everybody that viewed, everybody in the chat. Thank you for making tonight as successful as it was. John, again, a special thank you to you, man. Thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, yeah, thanks yeah. for having me, brother. Absolutely, 100%, brother. And you know there's more to come as the season goes on. But, folks, man, thank you to everybody. Please continue to enjoy your Monday night. This is your boy, Berto, your host of the 95 North Falcons Talk Show. And we will catch you all soon. Yeah.